Thank you so much for tuning in to a Purpose Driven Woman podcast where I am your host, Felicia Shakespeare, and it is always my pleasure to bring to you the guests that I choose to come on the show. And this particular guest will not disappoint you in any capacity. I am so excited to share her story with you. My guest today is LaMelody Moore, and she is a master at using data. She's also the founder of an organization called Entrepreneur or The Entrevest, which is focused on entrepreneurship and investing. More importantly, the focus is on building generational wealth. So welcome to the show, LaMelody. How are you today? I'm fantastic, Felicia, and I'm great to be here with you. When I look at your credentials and your resume and your website and just your whole portfolio of work. I mean, how have you found the time? I know that's probably a loaded question, but why don't you just start off telling us a little bit about who you are? Yeah, well, I, I got started really early. I started volunteering at an African Senate charter school when I was 18. Had an excellent mentor, so mentors are extremely important. And I was a mathematics and engineering student at Michigan State University and started teaching young students, middle school students, the things that I was learning in college. I was teaching it to them in fifth and sixth, seventh grade. And they were just eating it up, Felicia. And so it really showed me at a young age how intelligent black children are and how yes. undervalued that they are. So it kind of went from there. And, and then I like studying. I like reading. More, the most valuable things that I have in my home uh, are books. I have, you know, more books than anything else. And so, I, I mean, it's those little times when you're driving, you know, listening to a positive podcast, you know, listening to your podcast, Purpose Driven Woman, right? That's something that's motivating. And it does something to you when you're in, waiting in an airport, read. You know, if you're waiting in a doctor's office, read or listen to something. So it's what right. you do with all of those little miscellaneous minutes throughout the day. Absolutely. And I, you and I actually have that commonality. You know, I've worked with our children as well, particularly African-American children. And you are so Mm -hmm. correct. Uh, There's such a wealth, even in the students in all parts of of society. When I say that they're not necessarily the students that have wealth or, or are being raised with a silver spoon, so to speak. But guess what? You and I probably have. I know for me, that's my same testament. But we do know the power of education, right? and how Mm -hmm. it truly is an equalizer. But yet and still, I do believe that purpose is what drives not just uh, adults, but even children. You know, they're trying to figure out at a young age what they want to do when they grow up. But with that said, Mm -hmm. I love the way you segued it. I I see you are a two-time author. um, Mm -hmm. And of course, uh, Get Your Together is the name Mm -hmm. of your one book. And the Mm -hmm. other one is The Wealth Formula. So as you say, you have a pretty lengthy background, both in education and in leadership. But what is it that drove you? And I know I had it written here. Specifically, I asked, I have my question, what has driven you to be driven? That was the way I wanted to ask you. Because mm-hmm. I can, I like I can just, <laughs> yes, what has driven you to be driven? Because I can see there's like so that. many things you've done. Yes. Um, it's that, you know, I'm going, you know, unity and loyalty for um, black people and the belief in what's possible if people would just leave us alone. <laughs> and, okay. and so I wholeheartedly believe in what we're capable of doing. 
Um, I care a lot about my family, um, friends, and in particular, um, my students. You know, my cell phone number has been the same since the late 90s when I first got a cell phone. And okay. the purpose behind that, you know, this is, you know, purpose driven, right? The purpose behind that is so that any student that had me, they would always be able to, if they found that old number, they would always be able to get in touch with me if they wanted to. So it's a belief in, in my people um, as far as what's possible. And if each one of us just do our little part, we can truly make a difference and turn, turn things around for our children and our people. Now, I have to imagine, the Melody, if you had your cell phone number out <laughs> in public, that had to be a lot of calls because I know you have had a, you've had a history as an educator, also as a principal. How have you yeah. managed the accessibility and just giving so much of who you are, you know, in a balance? Because I do understand exactly what you're saying. You know, there's so many needs out there. But how have you, you know, remained, you know, even able to balance that all out? Well, I, I think it's important to be honest. I haven't always been able to. Okay. And so I've had to learn to be able to be there when I can truly be there. If it's things like a loan, one of the things I've uh, picked up is that I don't give loans. So if a student or someone asks me, hey, you know, Miss Moore, Mama Sada, whatever it is that they call me, can I have $500? I'll pay it back at such and such. I don't do loans. And so I'll give it. And so I've had to learn to put boundaries around and protect my space because there have been moments where it's been depressing helping so many people. Um, and sometimes people don't understand these sacrifices and all that you make. I've had numerous students to live in my home. I actually have a student that's living in my home right now. And so I fully opened myself up. And, you know, there's, of course, a lot of good in that. But there are also a lot of sacrifices and heartache in it as well. So I would say I've had yeah. to learn to manage. I haven't always been able to manage. Wow. And even what you said, I, I can totally relate. Cause I, could, I don't know if, even if you realize how much of a similarity. Uh, you know, I've been in education as well and in educational leadership and in business too. And of course, doing other things. But I do understand, especially in uh, the urban city of Chicago, you know, how, how involved, and I don't think individuals really understand the magnitude, mm-hmm. you know, oh, of man. what it takes to serve students in the city, out in, in the city particularly, you know, it is so uh, much more. And with your experience, so you, right, you more than most people understand yes. exactly what I'm speaking of, right? Absolutely. Because you, you've been there and done some of the similar things and, and we know the emotional toll and, and things like that, that, you know, that, that it can take on young people. And then we consume all of that energy as well, right? When they bring Correct. it to us and they call it, we're consuming that energy as well. So you have to be able to help without hurting them or without hurting yourself and protect. And then you also have to learn when you don't need to help. You know, we, sometimes, you know, we don't let people hit rock, rock, rock bottom anymore. Absolutely. There's a lesson in hidden rock bottom, you know. Um, So I've had to learn that as well. You know, I don't always want to save. And even some of my relationships with students now, you know, it's more so the ones that are just killing it. You know, I have one student that, I mean, Felicia, she's in the nursing game. And I mean, just this young lady is killing it. And she's following me with the crypto investing. We're about to invest in the sixth unit together. And she was one of my students that graduated in 2010. So I've also learned to not give so much energy to the ones that just need 
a ridiculous right. amount of help. Absolutely. So I'm so happy. That's a great segue because I want to talk about your entrepreneur endeavors. You definitely have a very extensive background in education. And as I can say, I mean, so many things, education, uh, computer graphics, a publisher, business manager, consulting. But I want to talk about this because I'm pretty sure this is your baby, the entre vest. And I, as we say, the, and, I, and I love the way you, you've married the, the beginning of the word entrepreneur and the other yeah. aspect of being an investor. And I see yeah. your, your primary focus for this business is to build generational wealth through entrepreneurship mm-hmm. and investing. So why don't you tell us where did this come from what, and, and, and why? How was this birth? And what was the, the vision behind the Entre Invest, the name of your, your company? Yes. And so at the age of 41, I retired. I was a high school principal, six figures, five-figure bonuses twice a year, you know, matching retirement, all of those things that people will want and, want to, and will be mm-hmm. good. And so I retired at the age of 41 from all of that. And then what I noticed, you know, having time, you know, you retire, you got more time to scroll social media and do that. And I'm noticing that not only are our children messed up as it relates to education, but the adults that are here are just financially just messed up. Yeah. And, you know, the things that, w- that I had considered basic, because sometimes you find yourself in a bubble once you make it to certain levels, right? And mm-hmm. you, you forget or you don't realize what people are still struggling with. And so when I started seeing that I wanted to give back and share the ways in which that I was successful, coming from the south side of Chicago, born in a project, moving from area to area, uh, Chicago public schools. And if I was able to make it, then um, other people are able to make it as well. And they're just as smart as I am, you know, and if I can do it, they can do it. And the and so the question is, well, how was I able to retire at 41? Because of entrepreneurship and investing. And so I started sharing the things that I was successful at. Real estate for me. So I have a course on real estate. Investing in cryptocurrency. Mm. So I have a course on cryptocurrency. Starting different businesses. And so I have a, a program on there where they can learn how to start their own maintenance business. Where they can net bring in $10,000 a month where they're not paying any type of fees. I don't like that pyramid scheme stuff. I don't like all that monthly subscription stuff. I want people to be able to buy something, they own it, and then implement it, right? And so the, 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 the meat is in them actually taking action on what it is that I share with them. So the entrevest is to build entrepreneurship and investing and to create these multiple streams of income to build the generational wealth that we need. We have to do this for our children, or they're going to be in the same position that we're in. Right. And I love the way, you know, and I can hear your passion as you've already shared for the African American, you know, the the African diaspora, just, you know, what, so, so what would you say uh, your influence has been? Do you find that you're bringing in those, that folks, because I, I think, you know, we're in a, we're in a time now, the melody where everyone's talking about building a brand and you know I'm an author as well and I and I wrote a book mm-hmm. called you are your brand build it from the inside out mm-hmm. as a result of wanting to help just like you started out saying everyone needed a mentor and I and I was mm-hmm. in the, and my and through my experiences in corporate America prior to education and being an entrepreneur you know I, I look back and saw you know what I, I learned so much through trial and error why not put this in a book form who am I waiting for so that was like my motivation. Mm-hmm. 
for writing mm-hmm. my books, wanting yeah. to have something available for the emerging or emerging leader. But I see you have on here, she said, you said you have a large portfolio here, as portfolio. So you are with real estate, you are dealing with crypto, you are dealing with building a business. How how are you able to bring in your demographic, the, the folks that you really want to take advantage of this? How have how have you went about doing that? Uh, and engaging by, Yeah, by one, uh, you know, where are people hanging out at? You know, mm-hmm. mostly on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, right? So the first thing okay. is to go to where the, where the people are at. And then to, to give and to teach, meaning that sometimes I'll drop and say, hey, here's a good uh, startup company that I'm investing in. You all should check it out. The people that I started telling them to invest in Bitcoin at the, uh, last year, those people that brought the courses, I was meeting with one sister earlier today that I got started with. Her portfolio is up 150% with the okay. money that she put oh. in. And I was explaining to her what equity is, so on and so forth. And a lot of times I do the courses and the books and things like that. But when people ask me a question, I don't say, you know, I'm a business person. You got to you got to schedule with me. And, you know, I'm, I'm accessible for things like that. And so not everything is about me making a dollar, because if I'm serious about the money that I'm saying I'm making in cryptocurrency and everything, I don't have to nickel and dime everyone. OK. Right. And, and so, you know, I can create things that are easily accessible for for people and I'll take simple questions and you know I'll meet people there have been people you know if I'm traveling somewhere I met three people in Texas just from them oh I know you from Facebook can I take you out to lunch sure <laughs> you know it, you know as long as it's not, not no crazy thing like that of course you know so I know how to be careful but I've met people that way or they'll come to Chicago it's like hey I'm staying downtown can I meet you and, and I'll sit down with them do lunch and explain it to them. And then I always encourage them to share with their family and friends. Wow. And so what I'm hearing uh, is that you, you, you know, you're pretty wide open because I think, I think what I want to actually, you know, just kind of emphasize is many people feel like it's so important to have a niche right now, you know, that you would specialize mm-hmm. in a particular thing. But as I look at your, your aspect of wealth, wealth building you have such a variety, you know, of different topics. For example, uh, as you said, you can go from from cannabis to Shopify to cryptocurrency to stocks to partnership. So am I hearing you correctly? You're not necessarily focused on one thing per se, because of course we know about the multiple streams of income, but I do hear that you are definitely rooting for a specific demographic. Would that be the correct way to put that? Yes. And so okay. I am, I'm specifically reaching for people that be, that may be working a regular job okay. and they're living paycheck to paycheck. And I want to show them that if you're working at Walmart, McDonald's, Amazon, or a six figure job, because let's not be confused that people with six figures, that doesn't mean that they're not living paycheck to paycheck. Either. That's true. So um, true. But so what true. it is, is to be able to, give them the tools and resources that no matter where they're at in life, that they can also build wealth. And here's the thing. How we say identify a, a niche, right? You don't get when you look at Shark Tank, they invest in all different types of companies. Absolutely. They're real estate there and everything. Think of Jay Z, Beyonce, think about all these entertainers. Is they are they just singing or just 
acting, they're in all types of things. And so if it's working for the wealthy, shouldn't we be telling our people to, to do that as well? So you, you and, and, and most people are saying multiple streams of income, multiple streams of income. And then we'll say focus on one niche. That's, I guess that's if you're really trying to do a sales thing, so on and so forth. And of course, I like money, but I'm not just about the sale. And I know that people are different. Some people aren't going to like real estate. Okay, I can show you how to do cryptocurrency. I can show you how to start a business. There are different things that I can show. And I only put things on my website, um, Felicia, that I was able to be successful at. You're not going to see Forex on there because mm-hmm. I'm not a Forex person. I didn't have success with it. I don't do anything that's multi, multiple level marketing or whatever that is. I tried that twice in my early years. I got burned at it. It's not my thing. So I'm only sharing with people things that not only have I been successful at, but that I failed at and then was successful again. Because ain't nothing like to fail <laughs> and recover from a fail, right? Absolutely. And it's so amazing. I just want to share with the audience uh, a little bit of your portfolio. So once again, you can build, these are some of her courses, you can build a million dollar real estate portfolio, build a $10,000 monthly maintenance business. And I see one I may need to take. This is one of your easiest ways to make passive income. Shopify. That sounds like an awesome one there. So yeah, I do see. So you have a number of courses available. And of course, you are an author. But I will ask you this, this one of our uh, questions as we could, uh, begin to wrap this up. Uh, what would you say, even with all of the folks that you're uh, coming into contact with, how, uh, what would you say the importance of knowing your purpose is in the equation? Because I do feel, me personally, after having done so many things myself, that it came to a point where purpose had to be the driving force behind what I was doing. As you said, it's not all about money. It's not, you know, it's not all about the networking. It's not all about the connects or the names in your, in your, uh, the name dropping or the names in your phone, because I've learned that, you know what, you can have, a, you can have a whole bunch of names in your phone with people that are really doing some amazing <laughs> things and they're not doing anything for you per se exactly. in, the, in the way that you thought, you know, as they say, mm-hmm. got the hook up that for lack of a better term. So how would you say purpose? You know, what, 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 how would that play a role in all this? We think about purpose. If I would say, hey, Felicia, come over to my house, right? What are you going to want to know? You're going to want to know your ending destination. Yes. Why? So that you can then map out how to get there. So if you don't know where you're going, you're all over the place. You, you can't draw a path. You can't set a timeline. And you can't determine how long it's going to take you to get from A to B and, w- and what way you're going to get from A to B. And so when we think about our young people out here and the things that they're doing. That is because they have no purpose. Purpose gives Absolutely. you direction. Yes. It puts you on a time frame. It helps you to set your schedule. It keeps you from doing certain things. You know that, hey, I'm not making this decision because it doesn't fit with my purpose. So it aligns you and it gives you direction. Without it, you're just like a boat just lost out in the sea with, 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 no, with the motor turned off in no direction. Absolutely. And I love the fact that you, you know, even pointed out the fact that we don't have to be like everybody else. I think that's the biggest point, you know, even around mm-hmm. understanding your purpose. You can get away from the ideal or like you say, the ideology of what's, you know, of course, we have a framework 
of what's acceptable, you know, based on our own beliefs, you know, and the way we were raised or whatever the case may be, our faith, you know, that is a driving mm-hmm. force. But at the end of the day, you shouldn't have limiting beliefs. And I think that's what where knowing your purpose is the game changer. Because mm-hmm. why now you're at the point where, you know, I don't care. And I think I saw a post today. Don't worry about how many times someone has done what seems to be similar as what you're doing. You just do what you were purpose to do. And I'm a right. firm believer. Think about, in think about how many varieties of bread there there are in the store. Right, right, exactly. You, you think they said, oh, I'm not going to make any more bread because there are already 100 different variations of bread? Oh, no. That's funny you said that. Did you hear about the Black Bread Company, the founders of that? <laughs> Uh, yeah, see? <laughs> yeah, I'm, yeah, no, literally, no, literally, since, you know, and, and, I, and like he says, we're talking about, you know, even this whole, you know, the time we're in, let's just be, you know, we're very conscious that we're in a pandemic, you know, and I want to hear a little bit about what you feel about that before we leave, but, you know, you know, how people can just, you know, three tips for success. I'm going to have you start thinking about that as I make, wrap this up, uh, even during the pandemic, but as you were saying that the issue or the item of bread, uh, the issue came up. Because there were, I think there were some young men uh, that actually, I guess, because of the Black Lives Matter, you know, because of all that has come to the forefront during this pandemic, for us, particularly the people of color, you know, we know a lot of this was just kind of re- resurging wounds. and But now everything's on the, fr- the forefront. You know, now it's no longer like a, we already knew this was happening, but now you're seeing it, you know, when you had the situation with George Floyd and so many others, of course over these recent years, but how many more people have lost their lives. But with all that said, you know, these young men, I guess, particularly want to invest in black businesses. businesses, And I guess for some reason, they were looking for bread and couldn't find any bread. So guess what they created? It's literally called the Black, the black Bread Co., the Black <laughs> Bread Company. And they came right. up with Premium white bread, honey wheat bread, a variety <laughs> of bread. And I'm just like, that is so amazing. So what you just said is literally so not far off because what 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 is the really the, the real issue and I think in the real purpose behind what business and ideas and all of what you're doing and what I'm doing and what we're doing to move forward in the world and purpose is what to solve a problem. And I think ultimately you know, that's what it's all about. So let's close out. Why don't you give the audience three uh, success tips or tools that you think are are definitely non-negotiables that would help them as they continue to navigate through this time that we're in right now? What are, what are three things that you've learned or just like to share uh, that would be of value to our audience? So I'll, I'll give them a three acronym tips. Save, invest, plan, T, and take time, effort, and action, and pies. You want to think about yourself in pies. How are you physically, intellectually, emotionally, and spiritually? Okay. Can you repeat it one more time? Yes. I, I know I snuck a lot in there on you, but I gave you three acronyms. Sip, save, invest, plan. T is going to take from you time, effort, and action. Okay. And pie. As you think about yourself, think about pie. How are you physically, intellectually, emotionally, and spiritually? Oh, absolutely. And I'm telling you, you know, when I think of you are your brand or just the whole aspect, it, it really is. Guess what? You literally are it. And, and every part of you comes 
to the table every single time. So I want to thank you so much, LaMelody, for being with me today on a Purpose Driven Woman podcast. And uh, if anyone wants to get in touch with you, uh, why don't you share uh, your contact information with the audience? Uh, They can find everything at theentrevest.com. The T-H-E, entre, E-N-T-R-E, vest, V-E-S-T, theentrevest.com. And they'll have my links to my social media and everything there. All right, everyone, you heard it here first on a Purpose Driven Women podcast. And also, uh, just, you know, her heart is to introduce wealth building to her to youth. So there are also materials that you can go on her website uh, to see those materials, particularly uh, a math and programming uh, book that she's project that she's working on, a curriculum, particularly and something for college students as well. So we definitely want to get them early. Thank you so much for being here. I really appreciate it. Thank you for having me, Felicia. Thank you a lot. Really appreciate it as well. Thank you. Thank you so much again for joining me for a Purpose Driven Woman podcast. I know you enjoyed this last episode. So many nuggets, so many gems. If you are a consistent listener, I want to encourage you to make sure that you are once again subscribed And also make sure that you take the time to do a written review of any episode that you are enjoying. Once again, this content is being created just for you. And it's very important that I hear your feedback. So if you could do me a favor and ensure that you are subscribing, number one, and number two, making sure that you write a written review, I'd appreciate it. Thank you so much. And until next time, thank you for joining me.